0: That's the, that's the stuff that inspires you, you know, like looking, looking outwards and then trying to go and going, cool, that's who, how does that resonate with me? What's my idea? Um, how am I going to make an impact?
1: Hey, friend, welcome to the Street Cred podcast, the podcast for streetwear fashion brands, where we take a look into the business side of the streetwear fashion industry. I'm your host, Elijah Dolport, director of Wink Films. Wink Films creates video content strategy for streetwear fashion brands. On the episode you're about to listen to, I had the pleasure to speak with Dean Carnamola, the brand owner and founder of Something Wonderful. They are creating incredible, bold and colourful clothing with a great creative messaging. Before starting Something Wonderful in 2020, Dean worked closely with his partner at Street X. So you can see there's quite a rich history of art and all things clothing. In today's episode, we talk about what it means to have long-term goals and what it means to be in it for the long run. I myself know that I get so caught up in the short-term thinking sometimes, so this has been really helpful to me, thinking about strategies and ways, and this is just a, a true success story and to see what can come of it when we change our mindset. So without further ado, enjoy the show. How you doing, mate? Good, man. Um, yeah, real good. And yourself? Yeah, good. It's 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 like it's so good to finally get you. It's been a bit of back and forth, but here we are. Here we um, are. Good on you. Hey, let's just start. Um, why don't you tell us a little story um, about your brand? Uh, something wonderful and a, ba- a bit of background about yourself.
0: Yeah, cool. So I started something wonderful two and a half years ago now um prior to that it had a different um name it was just sw69 and so then it transformed to something wonderful about a year after that um when i kind of started to feel like i was m- maybe it had run its course for myself and for what i was interested in doing i went through a bit of stuff and thought it'd be nice to change the name up and um Yeah, so we came to Something Wonderful. Prior to that, I've worked for Street X in Perth um, for many years, helping Daniel um, with his brand just on a a retail level and then helping with pop-ups. And then prior to that, I had an art gallery. Um, That's actually how I met Daniel in Fremantle in Perth.
1: Yeah. Wow. Great. So that that's a, it's a pretty rich history of, you know, you got like a lot of different, you know, business endeavors as well as some art even. Yeah. Did you, yeah wow. That's crazy. So how do you feel like, um, like all of what you've done has led up to where you are now? How has it kind of contributed to form is, is something wonderful sort of like an ultimate, um dean package if you will Absolutely. or is it yeah yeah that's a really good way of putting it and um
0: <laughs> yeah it, it is and i kind of think it's uh it's very transferable to all my interests and what i've always been into i've always loved art and i've always loved uh like skate streetwear style as well as being involved in those type of scenes um and yeah i guess it is an uh, amalgamation of all my interests um, and it's just about for me, trying to maybe express that without looking too cliche or corny, um, and yeah, hopefully over time, it just that's what it gets expressed. I'm just going to keep on keeping on and doing what I do.
1: Yeah, cool. And and it does really, it does really come through in your brand. It's not at all cliche. Look, I absolutely Thank love you. what you're Thank doing. You appreciate that. Um, but yeah, I don't know. You you spoke a bit about streetwear, particularly skate streetwear or or that kind of scene like what does that word mean to you it's it's interesting I saw um uh th- there's a show on Netflix it's it's like a, a fashion show and, and people you know it's like a re- reality show and people like have to it's like this competition and they have to um kind of create a piece of clothing and they did streetwear and um yeah it's just it's I find it's just defined in so many different ways just depending on who you talk to, what brand, uh, you know, what show in this context. So like what is what is streetwear to you? Um, that's a good question.
0: I don't know. I think streetwear is just a label that was put onto maybe what I always thought was just a bit of skate culture. Like it was it's Mm. always been baggy jeans and graphic (laughs) t-shirts and, you know, sneakers and that type of thing. And then it slowly developed into this thing called streetwear. I guess. Um, but that, yeah, that to me is streetwear, is, you know, skate culture and street culture. But it's, it's moved into fashion. And I guess it's all fashion now, you know. Um, and yeah, that's kind of cool, but it's a real blurred line because there's no limit to where, uh, I guess, a hoodie and a t shirt can take you anymore
1: yeah I love that that there's no limit and it and it really has evolved like you see like even in the last few years like it it's becoming you know adventure streetwear like fusions with all different you know across all you know corners of the globe like everything and it's it's just so um interesting as to what it's become and what it's becoming yeah absolutely, yeah.
0: absolutely. i mean I think um you have people like you know Virgil working for um Louis Vuitton and a lot of other uh, well-regarded designers working in the the fashion scope that have come from streetwear backgrounds or from maybe you know a skate you know a skate street street culture. Mm. Yeah, you know, done a really good job at remaining kind of the 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 people to aim for in the industry by making it exclusive. And out of reach, and maybe the price on some of the more exclusive stuff's out of reach as well. and it's like that's that's fashion, right like that's that's pushing that fashion barrier.
1: yeah, yeah, it's really reaching a lot of markets and a lot of different people nowadays. it's so it's so interesting to me that
0: yeah, a yeah, piece yeah. of
1: clothing can be you know priced you know, something like this, and then it can be, you know, right up there, you know, it just yeah, by it brand image and these types of things, how, it's also you know, high. these brands. It's like supply and demand. So, I mean, if yeah. you're
0: all good at what you do, which, you know, often I struggle with is building hype and guy, a lot of guys do it really well and some people do it really bad and then there's people mm. like me to just sit in the middle ground and like, you know, yeah, wow. I don't have any, yeah, any, any, I guess star power behind the pushing the brand at the moment, um, which definitely helps. You know, it's all about who you know in every industry, and that, that definitely helps. And lots of people have made it without that. I'm, I'm should add, but yeah, I think it, it helps to to rub shoulders with with good people.
1: Yeah, yeah, it, it, it's a it's a big game. It's a big game, and like building the hype, I think it it's probably you know it, a constant um, struggle. It's a constant hustle. Yeah, you know, sure. trying to sure. build that. Um, but yeah, I just want to um, go back to a bit of your background when you, when you spoke about SW69. So that was um, something wonderful, your clothing brand before it was something wonderful yeah it was just a, um, just a, a an acronym i guess an abbreviation of yeah so talk to me talk to me a bit about that like what was that um, how did it come about and and how did it see its end
0: yeah cool so basically i was
1: on a trip with
0: uh, my friend daniel who from street x we're in the states and he like i had been on a few pop-ups and he suggested he said he pulled me aside and he goes look you should probably look at starting your own brand like you've done a lot to help me with my brand um it's something you would definitely be able to do at that time I probably wasn't in the mindset of thinking of running my own brand <clears throat> anyway long story short I came back started thinking about it and just kept on kind of eating away at me um I was messing around on illustrator and photoshop kind of uh, just feeling it out learning how to use it and that type of thing and I thought oh, I'll start mm. maybe I'll start making some shirts uh, and just came up with that acronym and then started um started making some clothes and then from that that snowballed into you know doing a couple of pop-ups uh a couple of collaborations and then you know we built a fairly decent decent customer base and hype around it which was amazing um, and Then it just, for me, it started to plateau. Like it was very, very much collaboration-based, which was amazing, and very much um, graphics-based. And it got to the point where it was like, okay, cool, we've put X amount of money into it, we're making our money back, but we're not seeing any consistent growth. Um, And Mm. I think that came from basing the brand around the brand's growth around other people's maybe... um, other, other people's reach so like by the cap by doing the collaborations and then so I thought I need a strong name and to make it more more brand based to be able to really turn it into a, a serious business um, and then that's when Daniel from Street X suggested something wonderful he said why don't you just shorten it by like make the abbreviation into something wonderful uh, and then it's I've never looked back to be honest. <laughs> And then, yeah, it's just, uh, just trying to build it into, in, into a recognizable brand and get some nice retailers, build the customer base, um, work with amazing people. I mean, yeah, it's, it's a dream, really. It's great.
1: Yeah, that's awesome, and it's so inspiring seeing someone um, just really living out that dream, taking a risk, um, going and doing something that they just love, and and is just you know like we spoke about before, It's just a collection of all your life interests, I suppose, into yeah, sure. just one great big, um, you know, thing that you can just be proud of. Yeah, for sure, Thanks. that's awesome. Thanks, man. Yeah. Thanks. Look, honestly, congratulations! Like you're doing amazing things, um, but yeah, I mean, you spoke about uh, just with SW69. You know, would you would you say like the collaborations and, and that kind of stage? Is it was it a limit on to your business, and is that something that is considered maybe just for early days in terms of? Um, clothing lines and like listeners that are thinking of doing collaborations.
0: Yep. Yeah, look, I think think it's an integral part of any sort of business model these days is to collaborate no matter what industry you're in Um, Mm. because it gives you access to each other's networks. It gives you – it gives you – gives gives trust – to, to other customers, to new customers, that okay, cool, you're working with these other people that I already trust, uh, which is which is kind of all about and building that community and that network. So I think uh, I think for me with SW69, the, by when I say I, re- I reached the ceiling for me, it was that we were relying so much on just collaborations that it was starting yeah. to feel like a brand that just did collaborations. So I wanted to make, mm. take it back to make it more of a brand that could stand alone and field from that, if that makes sense. Um, and then, you know, like collaborations are epic. We've got collaborations planned and, and that's something that will never stop, that it can't just be. I, I felt like with SW69, I was falling into the trap of that was the, the main thing I was relying on to get sales and to grow the business um, without creating my own identity as just the brand
1: yeah yeah no i i think i i totally agree with you it's such a big thing it it's almost like you know hijacking another audience and it's probably not the right word hijacking because <laughs> it has some quite negative connotations with it but yeah um, sure. i wouldn't say it's hijacking it's you know it's a, <laughs> a way
0: it's a two-way street you know like you each party needs to bring something to the table um and whether it's an artist brings their talent as an artist and then we've yeah. something wonderful as the platform to expose that artist talent to our platform. That's a nice way of collaborating, um, or it's working with a a bigger entity that maybe has something to do with a common interest of, mm. of mine that means something to me or or to the brand's ethos. Then you know, then then those things are important. It's um, yeah. I yeah, it's hijacked. Definitely the wrong word. Sorry. Right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, you yeah, it is definitely the wrong word. But um, <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. So, I mean, I think some listeners right now are thinking, you know, like they're following you with, you know, how. You know, SW69 never wanted to become a brand that was just collaborations, but maybe some listeners are are listening and thinking, well, how do you even in the first place get onto these collaborations? Because I'm sure there's um, there's people out there, there's brands out there that are really looking to – you know, take hold of the opportunities that are presented when collaborating and and taking hold of other audiences and, and just growing their community. So what are some practical things that you, um, some practical tips that you could provide listeners, um, to actually getting onto, um, other brands and, and to collaborate with them?
0: Absolutely. Um, look, Instagram's huge. It's, it's you know, it's a double So if It's a bit evil at the same time as being the most powerful business tool anybody's got within their reach. You know, you can jump on Instagram, find somebody, brand or an artist that they like, and reach out to them. And it's you know, that's that's one great way of doing it. Um, I mean, like I get, we get heaps of DMs, and that's that's really great. But a lot of them get missed. So the best way is usually email. Mm. So if you think, it really depends how active somebody is on instagram and how often they're checking their DMs. but i would always send a dm and then follow up with an email and they'd just say hey look uh you know reach out tell them a little bit about the brand about myself about what i have in mind for the collaboration and then always mention that in, you know it's a, if they're an artist you like we're we're happy to pay you. like it's not we're not asking you to do it for nothing um so what's your fee which is a nice way to follow up it's okay cool so for a graphic what what would your fee be um, and then, if the brand obviously then you go into a further discussion of um, how you might want to split the stock, whether one brand carries the stock and covers the cost of it all, uh, and it's just used as a marketing exercise for the other brand, or you split the stock and both pay half half. You know, there's, there's many ways to, to, to collaborate with somebody. But yeah, I would suggest just a DM or an email or a face to face is even better if you can meet somebody in person. Uh, I, it does works wonders for networking
1: yeah no that's great on on meeting in person like where where are these locations i is this kind of just like you know contacting them let's meet for coffee or is there certain conventions or you know where would someone go and, and meet other um, brands with you know have find people with common interests that you know share um, an interest in in business and and do these same similar types of things yeah,
0: for sure. I think uh a good one is pop ups. So if you see a pop-up in your city of a brand you're interested in, go along to that pop up. And then you're more than likely gonna meet other small brand owners. You're gonna meet the brand owners themselves that are doing the pop up, which you'll always be happy to talk to you um and give you any guidance. And like that's that's probably the the best way to, to network or not even network, just to to feel out what the scene's like you know in your town in your city wherever um, and if not there's plenty of like, design hubs on the internet and brand hubs that post a lot of different people's graphics and a lot of different uh, t-shirt companies and brand owners uh, lots of yeah there's lots of lots of ways to find people with common interests like that but yeah definitely pop ups are a great way to do that for sure
1: Yeah, I love that, and and I've found even um, you know just in in you know the videography space and reaching out to like different brands for this podcast even, um, and and just lots of different things in the past. Look, brands just they love it when it's it's personal and 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 you actually you put in the effort to learn about them to um and and it's not just you know like a copy and paste email but you know like making 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 an effort to go out and visit the pop-ups is is like such a great tip and i've heard other things like um you know, handwriting letters and things like this and sending it to their address with a, a bag of Freddos. Like, how good is that? Like, who's not going like, to respond to that? You know, I a bag of Freddos, that'd be pretty sweet. Yeah, right. That, that, that would be pretty sweet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, oh. yeah,
1: for sure. I think, um,
0: you know, a lot of brand owners have started from, from you know, you start from nowhere, right? And then you get to this point. So mm. it's a long road to that point. And if you can see anybody else making that effort, you know that, and you know it's a hard road. It's a lot of people would like to help you along that road. You know, like I think it's about somebody's personality if they're happy to share information to share or share their time. You know what I mean? Um, It's yeah, it's I think it's important because otherwise, the whole culture goes away.
1: Yeah, and and I think that the cultural the culture is such an integral part of this community. And in fact, it is the foundations. Like sure. it, it's how it started. It, it, yeah, it cultures everything. Yeah, um, yeah I, I just, on, um, you know, you spoke about it being quite a hard road on, you know, doing what you're doing and and you know those in this space will know that so what are some of the, like the major trials particularly in the early days um sw69 and then um even just starting out something wonderful and and maybe even before then um all the things that led up to that
0: for sure for sure i think uh look everything's i'm not trained in graphic design i'm not trained in running a brand or any brand building or whatever you want to call it. And so it's it's kind of like trial, trial and error. Everything is. So there's a lot of a lot of money goes into it. Like I probably could have saved myself a lot of a lot of money by trying to slow down what I was doing. I just I I like to do things fast. I like to grow fast. I like to if I see a goal, I want to do it tomorrow. You know, and I find it very frustrating if I can't reach that. So I would say plan things out, start, you know, just start talking to people. That's all you that's the best thing you can do is lend ears from people that have experience. You know, if you know somebody that's done maybe a friend's made a t shirt, you say, Cool, how how did you make that t shirt? Can you show me how you screen printed it at home? Or can you show me how you used Illustrator or Photoshop or whatever whatever you want to use, or you might have just cut it out of a stencil. I think just starting the starting point for you, everybody's going to be different, but talking to other people about what they've done is going to make that road a little bit easier for you. Um, because mm-hmm. yeah, like, yeah, but one of the yeah, major pitfall is like the hardest thing probably to start with is, is money. Like it costs money to run a brand. It costs money to get your first run of t-shirts printed. Um, you know, a lot of, a lot of photographers get paid quite well, uh, same with designers. So yeah, you know that's probably a hard thing is keeping your cash flow as well at that right point.
1: Yeah, 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 that that's massive. That's massive. Absolutely. And I think probably a lot of people starting out can relate with the struggles in terms of you know just like any any sort of of business, the start fund is is always massive, and that's part of the the risk involved.
0: Yeah, of course. But there's no saying you can't just go get yourself a couple of blank t-shirts and start spray painting on them or drawing on them with textures and yeah. You know, like there's there's no limit to your creativity. By all means, like you use you use whatever is within your grasp and put it out there. Mm. And if it resonates, it'll sell. I mean, you can just give it to people. Do what makes you happy. It's it's more about the passion than about the money. Yeah.
1: You know, the only limit is the one we put on ourselves. Yeah, that's a good one. You're not wrong. Yeah, <laughs> so
0: that's very yeah. yeah I think yeah. yeah. I think maybe I'm sounding a bit cynical as I've started <laughs> to turn around into a bit of a, a more. It's more of a business than than a. Well, yeah, it's still a very big passion of mine, but it's turned into a business. So I've had to think more like a businessman. Um, but in the start, it was just all about just being creative, trying everything. You know, whatever yeah. medium would work on a cotton T-shirt, I gave it a shot. Um, and whatever, uh, you know, it just, uh, I would just like be on blogs and on Instagram, just constantly looking for inspiration. Um, and it's, I, I mean, I still am all the time. It's, it's, that's the, that's the stuff that inspires you, you know, like looking, looking outwards and then trying to go and going, cool. That's who, how does that resonate yeah. with me? What's my idea? Um, how am I yeah. going to, how am I going to make an impact? Like, you know, um, yeah.
1: Yeah, no that that's great. Making an impact is, um, at the end of the day, you know, number one. You know, yeah, you want to when you leave this world or whatever it is, you know, you you want to make sure that you've left something for your legacy.
0: Yeah, for sure. Big.
1: It's all about it. It's that's, all about leaving a leaving a good legacy, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> a <laughs> big cliche, but it's a forever mindset and an important one at that. Yeah, for sure.
0: And I think you got to you got to think like that. Otherwise, I don't know if you're looking for an out all the time, you'll it you might be quite unsatisfying, you know. Like, if you, the further out you plan, the less maybe, like, you know, you say, Look, I'm gonna leave a legacy, I'm just gonna keep plotting along at this for 20, 30 years, however long you're gonna plot along. There's that's a long time to build something, and yeah. that, that will leave a legacy. That's the, that's the stuff that inspires you, you know, like looking looking outwards and then trying to go and going. Cool. That's who, how does that resonate with me? What's my
1: idea? Um, how am I going to how am I going to make an impact? Like you know, absolutely. And and the long game is they're the people that are going to be successful. So big things in the future. Oh, let's hope so, mate. Let's hope so. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. Now. I just um I mean, maybe you touched on it a bit before, but there's a statement growth isn't linear now, I'm sure you've heard it, I'm sure everyone listening's heard to it but how how would you say that you relate with that statement how do you even how do you feel about that statement? Oh
0: jeez, I wish growth was
1: linear <laughs> I wish both
0: was my straight line up it's not a um, perfect world, yeah not, well,
1: not even the diagonal. just how about that?
0: No, that'd be incredible. <laughs> tell you what. my office wouldn't look this messy, it'd be all cleaner than now. look it's I think that statement is 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 probably correct if you zoom out. You know, if you go from day one to day three hundred and sixty-five, you've got growth end to end. But if you zoom in on today or this week or this month, you might go, Oh, look, we've seen a spike. That's great. We can, you know, we're, we've hit this, you might, you know, that line from there to there might have spikes over it, but yeah, you know, like there's always down points, you know, there's, there's days when there's days we don't do sales. Um, sometimes there's a few days between sales and, and that's, um, you know, it's a really, it's a, it's a pretty shit feeling to be honest, because you're like, Oh, I've risked a lot. Where's that gratification today? Where's that gratification of the hard work for the last few years, but then you'll do a release and you'll sell heaps of stuff and it's um, this never ending battle with your psyche. But, but yeah, like it's uh, the friends of mine that have run successful businesses and brands, I you know, always zoom out from thinking day to day and go, cool, where were we when we started? Where are we now? And as long as, you know, over that period, you're still going up, then you know that you're on the right track. You know, I think you, you've got to start worrying mm. when it's a steady decline down and doesn't come back up. Maybe you'll start looking look at some new tricks. But, you know, that's, um, yeah, that, so in, in answer to your question, that's how I feel about it. It's like it's, 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 I hate that metric. You know, I hate comparing myself to the growth because it, it, it's not like you're on, you know, no matter how much effort you're, you're putting in, it may not resonate. So it's hard to. You just got to keep on grinding, keep putting the same effort in over and over again, and it slowly goes. It goes up and down, up and down, up and down, and then that's that's your long term growth. Is
1: consistency. Yeah, I love that. Consistency is, is massive, and sometimes it's it's hard to find the motivation in those down points. But yeah, consistency at the end of the day is what's going to win is what's going to win because if you you know you may not find the the winning idea this time but consistency means that you know you try again you know you you test that idea and if it doesn't work you know you sure. try something else sure. and that's persistence the,
0: yeah it's about the journey you know like it's and that's what i uh, found myself in the past and i've, I've spoke to other people about it as well as they get lost in maybe today and not think about the long-term picture and I'm definitely guilty of it. Um, but then I've got to—you got to think about the process. What makes you happy? For me, it's it's the process of getting whatever we make to market, and so that yeah. process I enjoy. Whether it sells or not, that's that's the creativity side of it. That's the exciting part of it for me. And then it's a—I've try—I'm trying to train myself or uh, train myself to to be in the mindset of going whether we sell or anything or not the journey we took from creating something that didn't exist to existing was great. It was, that was, that Mm. was the feeling bit, like the sales of the byproduct of that process, creative process. Yeah. And that's that's something, that's something more, more tangible, you know, and you're like, cool, that, that made me feel good. I'm going to make something else. And it's like, great. That resonated with this group of people. That's incredible.
1: Yeah, for sure. And it's, it's holding off on that, you know, like short-term gratification is the the killer because we we all long for it. But oh, for sure, you know, dopamine hits. We all want them. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Look, and and it, it it's definitely evident that you're doing what you love. But has <clears throat> has um you know your business ventures have they ever taken a, a toll on your mental health and how have you dealt with that? Yeah, for
0: sure. Like I think it's very it's a very personal thing doing. Anything creative, putting yourself out there in any way is very personal and particularly not, you know, you can work a nine-to-five for somebody else and that's that's sweet. That's a guarantee, right? You're getting a paycheck. Um, you know, you put in X amount of hours, you get your hourly wage at the end of the week or fortnight and that's great. But when you're running something like a brand or you're an artist that you can't you can't put a value on your hourly rate, and it's all about passion, and you put so much of your heart and soul to it, into it. And then maybe all of a sudden you can't pay your bills. Like that's stressful, um, and that's that's. That, I think that's something that a lot of creative people go through, and a lot of brands go through. And that's why a lot of people stop pursuing, maybe their creative ende- endeavors or their dreams, um, and maybe succumb to succumb to the man and need to work a nine to five. Which you know, like I'm, I work a nine-to-five as a, as a carpenter and I run the brand in my spare time, um, which is kind of another full-time job these days with, mm. with help from, from a few different people and it's, you know, that's, that's the only way we'd be able to survive because, you know, there's not even at the point we're at, there's still not that a lot of money in it, you know, like it's, it's, a, it's a long-term journey. It's just about, you know, just keep on, keep on keeping on, <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Keep on grinding and just, um, yeah, like it's, it's it can definitely be very taxing on your mental health. You just got to um, take a minute and think about why you're doing it. You know, like it does, yeah. it, does, it do you? does it make you happy? Uh, and what portion of what you're doing, you know, you know, whatever your creative endeavor is doing to make you happy, that's what you should focus on. You
1: know, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's yeah,
0: it's
1: yeah, that's it. Yeah, great. Look, a story is is extremely inspiring um, to anyone. So, is, is there any specific stories that you are open to share with listeners about maybe some of the, um, the down points in, in your business and how you overcame them?
0: Yeah, sure. Cool. So, what's some down points? Look, it's hard it's hard to now that I'm talking about zooming out there's no down points but like there's definitely, <laughs> there's definitely like there's definitely times when we have released something and it's sold terribly and you know we've risked maybe more of our seasonal budget on that release and so that's yes. that, that's made us feel really that's made me feel really down like a bit, a bit like you failed you know like oh, okay cool I've I've maybe overextended myself here, and then the best thing for me personally is to take take stock of exactly what the brand means to me, you know. And I could go, cool, I could quit tomorrow, wipe my hands off it, and then and then it's done. But then then you fail. Like, what's you can't like to me, failure is not an option. I just got to keep on going. Um, but you know, yeah, for for my mental health, you gotta you gotta exercise, you gotta talk to your friends, you've gotta talk to your family. Um, you know, and if you're feeling down about any anything, like it's it's good to just vocalize it. I think that's there used to be a big stigma about men not talking about their feelings, but I think that's you know, you've you've gotta do it. You've gotta you gotta talk to people, you gotta if you're not feeling great, talk to a psychologist. If you're not feeling great, physically do some exercise, go for a walk. Um, you know, and then before long you before long you're rested and you're ready to go again.
1: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And that that's that's great advice that I know someone needs to hear. Um, myself included. Sometimes I just need to get myself out of the house and, you know, get some fresh air and that's that's yeah. all I need. Totally. Just you yeah. know
0: going for a walk, being in nature, like Taking a minute, you know, a minute for yourself is amazing. I think one one thing I've kind of started over the last few years to incorporate into my lifestyle is um, like breathing exercises. And you know, I'm a bit too fidgety for meditation, but I definitely listen to meditations um, and try and let myself be immersed. in it. but even even that is is just an amazing thing. Just to try to focus. Inwards on yourself for a bit, some nice deep breathing to calm your anxiety, um, to quell your thoughts, is is can work wonders.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's great. And do you, do you think um, these steps that you're taking to um, really work on your own mental health has contributed to the success of um, your business or, or where you are today?
0: I uh, yep, definitely. I could I can confidently say that. It, is, it has definitely helped. Like, you know, I go through bouts of feeling quite flat and then catching myself and going, okay, cool, I need to pay more attention to myself and take a minute to think about what I'm doing, um, about how I feel about it. And, you know, like it's, it's, it's always, it always comes back to you focusing on you, um, whether it's your personal life, whether it's, you know, your business life or at work. You know, you need to do what's right by you and if you need to rest, you need to rest. Um, and it's definitely helped me, yeah, look from a, a further out perspective rather than looking at release per release. Like I was talking about before, it's looking going cool this year, we're going to do this. And if we can approach this many people, we can do this. It's going to be the next year. It's going to be this. And then you go, cool. Then you zoom out to 10 years and you're like, okay, cool. So that's a lot less pressure. On you as a person, if you think longer term, than going, my short term goal is to have a Ferrari in the driveway next week, and you've got twenty bucks in your bank account. You know what I mean? Like it's like cool, all right. That's attainable, maybe in fifteen years. Who knows? You might. Yeah. However, <laughs> like it's that's amazing if you can. But I think that's that's a big one for me is being able to focus longer term, and not so much on the like you know that's what that's don't sweat the small stuff. You know, it's a journey, and you've just got to. Um, you're not not worried about if you fall over, you got to get back up, right? And you just got to keep on going. The race isn't over.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's look. We keep coming back to the long term game, but that's 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 what it is. That's for all sure. it is. For sure, and that, that's yeah. you know the reason why
0: I keep coming back to that is because that's something for me that's stuck in my mind over the last few years of maybe played on my mind a lot was thinking too short term. and I think that. Mm. It's like a lot of people, they want something that maybe isn't accessible straight away. You know, we we live in that digital age where we can get whatever we want tomorrow. Um, If, you know, if it's attainable. So why not? Like, I don't see why, why we aren't applying that to our lives. And that's how I was feeling. I was like, cool. Why have I not got what you compare yourself to other brands? You're like, cool. Why is this brand doing so good? Or, you know, maybe they're not doing that great, whatever. Like, it's all about just, yeah, thinking long term with everything, you know. Like, you don't you don't go to school or to uni, and you're not done in a week, are you? It takes years to 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 learn. It takes years to learn.
1: Yeah, I know. I'm definitely also guilty of of some days just, you know, thinking in the short term and 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 not. Um, Kind of taking a step back and looking at the long term goals that I've set for myself and you know my That's own cool. endeavors. So, look, this question is really for me how How do you how do you get out of that short term thinking? You personally, on those days that maybe you're you know feeling a little bit flat, do you, do you have a strategy or or is there some practical steps that you apply? Uh,
0: for look, if I'm feeling frustrated with. We're at with the brand focusing on the short term I'll, I need to unplug I need to put my phone down need to shut shut the laptop I need to do something for myself like I've just had a, a beautiful little girl and I've got a great partner so that's that's where I'm finding a lot of my joy at the moment is spending time with them and that's my downtime and that's what I that brings me back to ground zero for myself where I'm like cool I feel focused and re-energized after I've spent time with them. Um, you know, it used to be, I used to go for a surf or I'd go for a run or, you know, you go meet up with some mates. Um, you know, however, I think sometimes you need to walk away from the situation that's frustrating you to move beyond and make it grow from there. If that makes sense.
1: Yeah, no, that does totally. And, and just spending time with people that you love, that's for sure, That's man. A, like
0: all that matters. It's like at the end of the day, it's just we're just making clothes and it's it's it is a great creative endeavour. But the most important thing is other people, and, yeah. and spend time with the people that you care about. Like life's pretty short. You gotta, you know, you gotta make, <laughs> so you gotta make the most of your connections with people.
1: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And and it's interesting how it's it's a little bit uh, almost counterintuitive, you know, like your first thought is like I'm thinking in the short term, like I, I got to work, work, work. But, yeah. you know, really it's like okay, no, take a step back, you know, let's let's put this down for a bit, let's turn off our phones, let's turn off our laptops, you know, let's put the work down for the night. You know, like grinding and hustling is is great and all for it and and sometimes it's what it takes, but um you know, to, to be capable of, of doing that and, and to really want it is to sometimes to make sacrifices even in um, business.
0: Yeah, for sure. And, you know, it's about, it's about yeah. having the balance and that's what you hear a lot of very successful entrepreneurs and brand owners and sports people, everybody. You need, you need that balance to be able to live a healthy, mm. mentally healthy lifestyle. You know, like without, you can work yourself to the bone and maybe, and maybe you never, you never hit gold, you know, and that's, if that's all you're focused on. You're not going to be very fulfilled, right? And you can be pretty sad about it. So if you can have a nice balance where you're getting fulfillment out of other things and then, you know, the, you know, the, the shit things of one or the other kind of weigh each other out, and then you're like, well, life's really actually pretty amazing. You're like, what's, what's to worry about? You know, the, at the end of the day, yeah. that's, that's what you got.
1: Yeah yeah for sure no, this is great stuff thanks for this Dean I really appreciate it oh, no, thank you um,
0: thank you for approaching me it's, I think it's congratulations on your podcast it's amazing that you're um, putting yourself out there it's brilliant
1: yeah 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 I just want to I just want to make a, a a bit of a pivot um, look I want to be mindful of your time I just ha- I well, have a, a down, few man. more questions that I want to ask you go ahead, go ahead. Um but just make it a a bit of a pivot to um, kind of looking at really the nitty gritty, the business side. What is something wonderful looking like today? And, you know, so I suppose my question is like, what is marketing to you? What does it look like in your brand? Do you have employed it some sort of content strategy? Talk to me about that.
0: Yeah, cool. So I've been really bad in the last well, actually, since I started the brand, I don't. I know, I've, I've always worked to a loose schedule, and I'm trying to na- nail down a proper schedule now. And if Lewis, who does my my ads, ever listens to this, he'll he'll laugh because I'm terrible with the schedules. I'm always giving him content the day I'm releasing instead of two weeks before. <laughs> um, so look, that's like I said, like I mentioned earlier, is planning things out. So our content strategy or brand strategy is consistency, you know. And I think I've lacked the brands lacked a lot of. Um, Consistency to really drive the business side of it. Um, So that's, that's again, comes down to the learning curve of if you need to make X amount of sales to pay your rent, then you need to work backwards from that. And then it's like, oh, we need to release this often because it keeps engagement up. And yeah. So it's all about just consistency. I'm always on Instagram, but I don't post a lot on Instagram, which I should um, because of my own. Uh, my questioning my own content that I'm like, oh, I don't want to post that. I'm like, oh, I don't want to be that guy that posts 50 photos of the same product because to me that's not very interesting. And I've looked at the product probably for six months before you guys see it. So it's a bit, you know, I'm like, oh, this isn't. I'm not going to post that. Where reality is, I should be posting at least every second day. I think. To keep that yeah. consistency, the growth, keep people engaged. Um, so yeah, that's what we're working on at the moment: is a more consistent plan going forward, then working back from the release schedule. That is, then you work back to your designs, and then your sampling, and then and then production. You know, like it's 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 a six to twelve month process for a lot of this stuff. Um, working that way yeah and then we've just got a friend of mine rory is doing our email strategy and marketing for us now uh, as well mm. and then i've been talking with a pr firm about maybe partnering with them and uh taking advantage of their networks in the entertainment industry and influencer industry but it's, um, i'm just trying to figure out what the best the best route is it's again you know it's it's become it's become a, you know, a business, so I've got, to, I've got to approach it as a business. Yeah, that's our marketing <laughs> strategy. is like world domination. <laughs> <So>.
1: <laughs> no, that's great. That sounds like a perfect um, marketing strategy to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but look, it sounds like now you're at the point where you're getting, um, you know, maybe some employees or commissioning out some work oh. of these, maybe some of these skills that um, you find some of your weaknesses in. We- look. Yeah. What? How have you? Um. Like, what are the ways you that you've um, what are some of the things you've put in place to get to that point, or what has it taken to get to the point where you're hiring people? Um, and and, and passing out work.
0: Question. That's a good question. Look, in all honesty, I, you mean I I've put a lot of. You, I have. You've always got to put a little bit more money into the brand. We haven't. I probably don't run it lean enough for it all to, you know, so I don't take a wage from it is what I'm trying to say. And I don't, Yeah, I, I have people on like a monthly retainer that's, oh, I've got a guy that runs our ads for us, Lewis. He's on, he's on like a monthly retainer. Um, and that comes out of the sales from the brand. So yeah. it's just filter to that point where that comes out of that. Um, and then that, the other money goes into Facebook ads and then other money goes into leasing a space. Um Yeah, you just, just, it's a slow build. You've just got to, you just got to get there. You know, it's, and it's some months it's like, oh shit, how are we going to pay the bills? But then other months it's like, we got, Mm. we got heaps of money. Great. Let's spend it on doing up the office or, you know, setting up something else or the next range and building from there. So it's all, it's all a bit of a juggle. But it's, um, yeah. Time is how, is basically the answer is time is how we built the, the customer base to be able to pay for, other services but yeah. um, very early on I, I was approaching people about Facebook ads though. even you know as maybe not as soon as we maybe after our first release as SW69 I had somebody off Upwork or one of those one of those online services um, he was doing some some ad reaches for us um, Yeah, great. And it, it's very effective and it's you know it's it's getting, it's definitely getting harder. It's very competitive, which is fine. But it's, yeah, I think it's, it's, it's just, it's like a pay-to-play system these days. Um, yeah, and you got to be in it, unfortunately.
1: Yeah, and yeah, like, how did that work, particularly in the first time? I mean, um, are, are you com- are you comfortable opening the curtains on, you know, some of the numbers?
0: Yeah. Look, I think. Um, what did we? I think the guy is, is actually a chap from the UK. And he set up yep. the first ads that we had and I think I paid him maybe it was a $500 fee to set up the campaigns and he set up a you know, mm. bunch of campaigns based on what the releases I had were that were coming and then um, I think we put 500 into the ad spend and that was just, and that was it. And then we saw how it went and it sold really well actually, which is great for the first time. What kind of returns great. did you see from that? Uh, off the top, I wouldn't be able to off the top of my head. I know we definitely, we doubled our money, which is, you know, it's okay for, for a brand, yeah. you know, for the first time we tried. And then, um, yeah, like that was, that was when I was like, okay, hey, cool, this works. And it was more about building the awareness. I think that's the biggest thing is you need to constantly be building awareness um, and, you know, falling short of doing a pop-up every weekend or a collaboration every weekend. It's, it's a pretty good way of building awareness.
1: Yeah, that's great. And and that's it ties in perfectly, you know, where there's like, you know, the three stages of content where you have, you know, your awareness and your discovery and your decision. It's just like about customer journey and then the, yeah, um yeah, that sales funnel that you really want to, you know, get onto when um running a business, particularly in fashion when you're in the business of wants and not needs.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, look, if you know any experts on the funnel, send them my way because we could always do this. <laughs> the bigger the funnel, the better, you know? Well, that's probably the wrong analogy. I think it's better. The smaller the funnel is actually the better, but you know, like, yeah, I,
1: well, yeah, well, it is, yeah, that also in a way is a little bit counterintuitive in that, you know, the more niche and specialized uh, some people use the analogy, like, you know, you got to. There's a you know a trillion fish in the sea, and if you're going after all of them, then you get more fish. But really, it's like you have the same size net. All you're is when you specialise, you're fishing in a bucket, and then yeah. although you only have a thousand fish, you get all of them. You yeah. know, so that's great. Right. That's good. Yeah, you should do your own um your own catch for that. I reckon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Yeah. Well look, just before um I leave you, what what are some final knowledge nuggets that you can share with the listeners? Knowledge nuggets, okay. What have I got? Yeah. For it? What what what's the best you've got? I wanna hear it. Whoa. Don't do anything that you don't want to do.
0: <laughs> do what makes you happy, basically. <laughs> you know, and if you can do whatever makes you happy from a young age, you're gonna live an amazing life. Um follow your dreams, follow your passions. Speak to it. Yeah you know travel talk to as many people as you can like the the more diverse opinions you have of the world like you know from different perspectives it's just going to make you such a a, a well-rounded business person and creative
1: yeah great you know, you and know. and what's next on the horizon for something wonderful or even dean Carnamola? like well, <laughs> what are mate, we looking at for the future
0: looking at the future i think uh short term we've got a summer release in the works coming up and then working on next year's winter. But yeah, look, just, just keep on building, keep on building on our, um, our stockist list, which has grown substantially in the last 12 months, which is amazing. Um, keep on working on our customer, you know, retention, Keep, keep keeping people happy like yourself and you know, yeah. you reaching out more, maybe putting more of myself out on the brand's, socials to know that you know we're we're real people we're not we're not some huge entity that's that's you know trying to take your money we're, we're just we're just having a go you know real people real people we're just real people, and we want to people, we're love. people yeah we want people to wear i think that's the hardest yeah. thing putting yourself out there um i'm not very good at putting myself out there in maybe the way you need to for a brand but we'll we'll learn we'll figure it out yeah
1: yeah Great. Look, Dean, thanks so much for coming on today's episode. I really appreciate it. I think I myself and and definitely the listeners have, have you know, learnt something uh, oh, yeah. at, at the very <laughs> least can, can go away saying, uh, I'm happy I was here speaking to you today and, and also listen. So, uh, but if, if listeners want to find out more about something wonderful or yourself, uh, where can they find you?
0: Yeah, cool. I guess Instagram, everyone's on it. You go to we're at somethingwonderful.store wonderful um, and yeah, choose a DM, reach out if you want to have a chat. You want to learn about a brand? I mean, I'm I can I can teach you as much as I know, which may not be the right stuff, but you definitely you definitely have to figure that out for yourself. You know, um, yeah. I want to thank you for having us on the podcast and for you know taking taking the initiative to to do something for yourself it's incredible
1: yeah great and and this is i hope it's been as uh, valuable to you as it has been to me because um yeah this was just great but thanks very much dean and um yeah hopefully speak to you again soon we might see hey
0: yeah for sure let's do it
1: wow i don't know about you but i definitely got something out of today's conversation Now, before we finish the episode, I want to leave you with one practical practice. Get out some paper and a pen, and I want you to write down two goals. One goal for your business for five years' time and I wanna see specific things that you want to achieve for your clothing business in five years time. And the second goal I want you to write down is one for 10 years time. Same thing, just for 10 years. And then lastly, underneath each of those goals, I want you to write down a way, just one way you're going to achieve that, or at least work towards that. Thank you once again for listening to our episode and a big thanks to Dean Karnamola and the guys over at Something Wonderful. If you would like to get in contact with me for any video content strategy for your streetwear clothing brand, please contact me at hello at winkfilms.com or visit my website at www.winkfilms.com. I have so many resources for free there for you. If you have any feedback for today's episode, be sure to let me know. Thank you so much once again again for joining me and I hope to see you again soon. Bye now.